The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. We promise you'll be entertained, but listen at your own discretion. It's always the hookbin, it's always the hookbin, it's always the hookbin, I'm on QB. Hey listeners, we're back. Hey guys. We are doing episode, what is it, six, five? Four, three, two, one. Six? I don't even six, know. Six, I think. Okay. We are back for six. So we are doing another Forensic Files. Yep, we're back. Yeah, we decided to do another Forensic Files because Forensic Files is new. So Forensic Files 2 debuted Sunday. So when you hear this, it will be um, like a week after. Right. Um, I watched them. They were pretty good. They had really upped their reenactment they game. did. Yeah. They upped the reenactment game, but the narrator, without Peter Thomas, it's not the same. To me, it sounded like Sideshow Bob. It totally <laughs> did. I kept getting Sideshow Bob. It was a little too dramatic, little, mm. I don't know. It wasn't the same without him, but they were good. I mean, it was a quality mystery. It was good. Okay. It will take some getting used to. This one is a quality forensic files. This is a good old school quality yes, this forensic was old files. School. Yeah. Horrible reenactments. Oh, yeah. Sweaty Terrible. fat asses. Yes. Yep. I mean, just dick, yeah. dick, dick as an asshole, yep. not just actual naked mm-hmm. penis. Sorry, Mom. There was nakedness. Oh, in there was this nakedness episode, too. Though. There yeah. was nakedness. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, we do I have a cold a little bit, so I'm sorry. I apologize. Stick with me. We do have some sponsors again on our Facebook. Oh my Two gosh. more. I can't even Thanks, deal. Everyone. Thank you so much. So this goes out to my dear friend Stacy, who has known me since childhood, and my sister Natalie, who also has known me Natal. since childhood. Yes. Aww. So they get this quality, excellent Sophia Byrne, one of my favorites. So we'll play this one for you. Maybe. It's coming. Excuse me, I'm going to go take a long, hot, steamy bath with just enough water to barely cover my perky bosoms. <laughs> You're only going to sit an inch of water? <laughs> so good. Which so literally good. brings us to yes, our story today. Our story. That's a perfect Sophia Byrne. Right. Our story today is called Slippery Motives. Nipples. Oh, yeah. No. Slippery nipples, slippery <laughs> motives. It is it's good. <laughs> I watched this one a few times. In the, one of the first times I watched it with my daughter, and we were laughing so hard because the prosecutors had hot burns for this guy that were so yeah, good. And they his, did. And the own defense attorney pretty much knew he was horseshit, the culprit Total here. Dick. Just really throwing him under the bus. Hardcore. So anyway, this starts with Ed Post. And the the narrator says Ed Post 1900 times. He calls him Ed Post. Not just like, like he would say Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, not just Johnny. He just says his first and last name all the time, Ed Post. So Ed Post meets our female of the story, Julie, whose maiden name was Thig Pen. <laughs> Thig Pen. Yeah, they met at Southern Mississippi. Right. So Thig Pen met Post. Yeah. And that's 
that's a hard, rough thing pen name to grow she, up Of with. course she married Ed Post because she wanted to get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, get rid of it. She'd marry any goddamn yeah. loser who came by. Get rid of Thigpen. Exactly. So it's 1960. <laughs> they married. They're in love. Um, actually, they met and they married in 1967. Mm-hmm. So there's some 60s wild child lovers here marrying. They were cute. They were yeah, kind of like were my really parents. Cute. Yeah. Their picture, their prom picture, dance picture was really cute. Yeah. Um, they had so, two kids. They yeah, had two they had daughters. two daughters. Yep. So they moved and actually lived in New Orleans, which is pretty cool. They went down there, and Ed was a really into real estate. In fact, he was a partner in their firm. He was making a lot of money, mm-hmm. and eventually Julie joins, and she's actually making a lot of money, and she's making over a million dollars in sales a year. She's doing really well. They're both doing really well. So we. We see our story told as well at, by some reporters yeah. who describe Ed, which this was a burn as well, I thought. He described him as relentlessly cheerful. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote that exact yeah. same thing down. That's an insult. Yeah, that was the journalist. Um, and he was like, oh, he was a good fellow. Like, are you British yeah but then he wasn't but then he said yeah he was relentlessly cheerful everybody said he was um yes well outgoing very outgoing and salesman yes one person even said he was sophisticated well yeah I think he pretended a lot yeah so relentlessly cheerful though is with those horrible people that go to your job and are just cheering whistlers I can't deal with a whistler whistling in the hallway Mm -hmm. I can't do it I can't do it and that are just happy to be anywhere happy to be at work at a shitty job blows ass yeah and And they're excited no not gonna deal with it fuck off that's what I say just go fuck yourself that doesn't go over well I'm constantly walking down the hall with my smell of fart face yes oh yeah total bitch one of my coworkers says what's up Brent yep yep and then, Did you just smell a fart? Yeah, this is just what it's I just look my like. face. It's just what I look like. It's a total bitch. Yeah. Um. So anyway, anywho, so we're in eighty six, yeah. nineteen eighty six. Now it's it's the eighties, and their real estate's going. Uh, we'll find out how it's going. Actually, so they end up. When the, where are they? In St. Louis with the Arch. They're on a business conference, and they're staying yeah. at the Omni Hotel. Yeah. Ed and Julie are there together, making it a nice little trip. Um, couples getaway. Yeah, couples getaway. work and play, right? Right. So we see a reenactment, a quality reenactment. Yeah. So Ed, it's June 3rd. It's a nice summertime. Ed wakes up Julie, gives her a drink of something, I don't know, water, and says he's run her a bath. What husband runs her wife a bath in the morning? Right away, I was like, who gets that? It's a, yeah, they said he drew her a bath. No. What the hell? No, my husband's never drew me a bath. What am I doing Nor wrong? would, well, I don't know if, what, well, do I want him to draw me a bath? Our bathtub is disgusting. Oh, so. it's pubes. Filth. Filth. So dog hair. want to take pubes. a bath, yeah. Yeah, nobody wants to take. But a if bath. I had a clean bathtub, I would. You would, and yeah. My husband would never draw. Absolutely one for him. not. So and then when yeah. they showed in the reenactment, he's like, "Julie, it's time to wake up." Yeah, like you drew her a bath. And yeah, this is like this nice romantic thing, and then you go, "Julie, wake up, <laughs> Julie, can you wake up?" 
I mean, come on. Stop it. No. So then I'm married to a runner. I'm married to a hardcore runner. Mm-hmm. You he are married miles. to a fitness freak. Yes. My husband works out like three hours a day. It's yep. ridiculous and foolish, yep. but he does. So I know what that looks like. We have many friends who are runners. Yes. We know what a runner we looks don't like. Run. We don't run. We, we don't. We absolutely do not run. But other that is very much do. against our whole philosophy our of life. Yeah. Yeah. We don't run. We know runners. Right. So when Ed has on his sloppily gross clothes and his punch and he's 900 years old and he puts on his gross ass sneakers and he says he's going to go for a run. I'm thinking this man's never once even walked. He's never even walked. He... (laughs) Can't walk. He's like he Harvey Weinstein. Is not a runner with a walker. Yeah, right. He has a, a walker. Fucker. He has his Harvey Walker. Yes. And he says he's going out for a run. So right away I was like, hmm. He just maybe the reenactment actor is not a runner, but you know they're pretty accurate. Uh, so he comes down to the lobby. This is what's really funny, and he goes right over to the yes. concierge, thanks her for giving Julie a good. Uh, gardening spot to look at the day before <laughs> as if she gives two fucks we really loved that yeah the arboretum so she says well thanks about. i guess whatever you know um and then he goes out he's like making it just stomping like john travolta and saturday night fever <laughs> or whatever <laughs> whatever he is yeah just walking down with his paint hot ass swinging yep and Goes to the doorman and tells him, I'm Ed Post. I'm staying in room 212 and going for a run. The doorman looks at him like, "Um, all right, whatever. Uh, Okay. And then he goes off and goes for a run. And it kind of shows that he went around the St. Louis Arch and ran around something else. He ran around the arch. Yeah. I'm like, okay, dude. And then he comes back covered head to toe in sweat. Sweaty (laughs) ass. Hog. I looks wrote sweaty. Like, yeah. Looks like he's dying, sweating <laughs> like an ungodly pig. Comes back in again, probably to the doorman. My name's Ed Post. And hey. I just went for a run for a half an hour. What time is it? Oh, it's 740. I'm yeah. just back from my run. I just ran. I ran outside <laughs> for a half an I hour. Ran around the arch. Yeah. And the doorman's like, oh my God, can you just go, sir? Get go out. Yeah. Go f- go to your room. Yeah. Go yeah. to your room and I'm tired of just ta- he's like us. Drink he's tired piss. of talking to people. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> here to talk to you. Get lost. I'll open the door and get to stepping through it, <laughs> bitch. Yeah. Job. God. Get just out of my face. Get out of my face. So then Ed goes back to the hotel and there's his beloved wife. Still in the bathtub. Fig pen. Fig pen still in there, (laughs) but she's face down, dead Dead as a doornail. Dead as a doornail. In like Blanche Devereaux's one inch of water. It was one inch of water. You are going to dry your wife a bath. It better be more than one fucking inch. Yeah. Oh, honey, I drew a bath. It's literally a centimeter. I can get a ruler. Hypothermia. Yeah. Waiting to happen. I mean, how am I supposed to wash all these pubes in one (laughs) centimeter? Really? God. I need much more water than this. So terrible. So she's face down, naked, in the bath, the one inch bath, and he's oh, oh my god, freaks out. So he calls an ambulance at seven forty three. Yeah, seven forty three. He's came home at seven thirty from his run 
according to the doorman who said he couldn't give two shits. Um, <laughs> so the ambulance comes and they pull her. Ed says mm-hmm. he's pulled her out of the he bathtub. Her out. She's on the floor. Um, not clear if he actually tried to revive her or anything, but there is a towel rack ring. The little mm-hmm. rings you would put the towel rack in. I don't have one. All my stuff just goes on the dirty pube bathroom floor. <laughs> um, I would we die for a towel rack. That are also pulled out of the wall. Yeah. Just, just not because anyone was murdered, just because yeah. we don't know how to fix things in our house. No, so we when just they break, don't have them. we just leave yep. holes in the wall and throw yep. our towels on the floor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you going to do? So they know. notice that that's in there and Ed's like, oh, she must have just grabbed onto the towel rack when she got in and slipped, hit her head, died. She lost drowned. her footing. Yeah, that's lost her he footing. Said. Who loses their footing? Uh, you could. I guess it's possible. It's possible. But Remember there's no when blood. we went on that work getaway to mm. a special place and we had to stay in the dorm room? Yes. Remember? Yes. Do you remember that slippery careful oh, it's slippery yeah. in our shower and we took a picture because <laughs> yes, it was so right. ridiculous that's right they warned you in the dorms because <laughs> drunken drunken college yeah, students probably you're do hammered yeah. when you come home yeah that um, was good i guess you can but there there was no blood there was no, no injury that they could see to her head so if you crack your skull on a hard bathtub which it didn't look like she did no so and poor Thigpin yeah. was dead and only 39. That was right. sad. Right, she was young. Yeah, she was right. very young. Because he didn't look so good and Thigpin was well, looking okay. He looked like a fat ass. Yeah. So right away, all the... I thought she kind of yeah. looked like Carol Burnett. She did kind of have Maybe. a little okay. a Burnett charm. I love Burnett, yeah. Uh, the ambulance uh, attendees, the police, are right away kind of suspicious of the scene because it you don't just drown in one centimeter of bath water. It looked weird. They were suspicious that the towel rack would pull out like that mm-hmm. right away. Um, but the ME medical uh, person. Examiner. <laughs> examiner. Examiner. I'm trying to think here. Sorry, it's not working me trying to think. No. It's he illness, did an autopsy and really determined that she drowned mm-hmm. and he really couldn't find i think they made it undetermined the first time he just really couldn't undetermined figure out what could have caused it maybe it wasn't an accident but he also couldn't be confident in saying that it was something right she had no alcohol in her system she had no drugs in her system she did not have a skull fracture she was not bleeding there really wasn't any sign that she had this major episode she wasn't a drunk ass like Mm -mm. whitney oh yeah poor whitney Who's Whitney? Houston. She drowned oh, in the bathtub. <laughs> Don't you know? I do oh. know. She was... had some drugs in her system. She did. Yeah. She's missed. Oh, she's so talented. Anyway. Oh, I want to dance with somebody. Yeah, she was. Oh. So here's where we get this hot bitch D. Wait, Joyce time out. Hayes. Time out in the story. Ed Post right away when Thigpin was dead, called his brother. Yeah. Remember? Yes. And his, his brother's brother a lawyer. was a lawyer. And he was like, we're going to sue this fucking hotel chain because this towel rack fell out. And they have pictures that he and his brother took. Right. Of the towel rack. Of the, the towel rack with falling like, out. Yeah. Some tape measure. I don't know why And he was going to sue mattered, for, but... I think it was half a million dollars. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. He was going to sue them. 
yeah. with his brother and get some money. Yep. So, yeah. He was already thinking about that. That is, come on. Yeah. Classic. He, yeah. He knew. He knew. Classic. So, anyway, sorry, D pops in. D is the prosecutor. D is my okay? fucking favorite. Yeah. She works in the district attorney's office yeah. and she is a stone cold bitch and she has a great sense of humor. She knows a fool when she sees a fool yep. and she reads about a fool. The yep. thing is, her husband, Gary, hot name, Gary. <laughs> He is a detective in St. Louis. So both yes. of them together are just crime solving just that's lovers. A, that's a f- yeah. They are crime solving lovers like heart to heart and they solve <laughs> crimes in their romantic. Yes. Yeah. And they, they just like get it done. Heart. So they're in the kitchen having breakfast and they see this in the newspaper. They see the whole story mm-hmm. of Post and Thigpen and right away Dee goes, no way. No way. She said, nah, no way. Yeah. And Gary's like, mm-hmm, no, that Girl, is not how it right, happens. right, D. Yeah. So they're saying, how is 120? So Thigpen was 120 pounds. Nice. She was very tiny. Very tiny. Um, Maybe. She is tiny. pulling off a ring with her one hand that can hold 250 pounds. Twice her weight. Right. So that's not happening. It's just not happening. So Detective Gary has people go in, and these detectives go. A detective that was about, he said, 230 pounds yeah, at yep. the time. And he is total hanging. total fat-ass yeah, guy. Yeah, right. He is hanging, hanging, hanging from this thing, and it is not moving. He is trying to get it to fall off, break off, and he can't even get it to budge. Yep. And so then he really has to use, like, a lot of force to even get it really to move. And he says, this woman... Did not just grab onto it, fall mm. off, slip, and it, it she falls. She was a delicate no. flower. Right. She's not the Hulk ripping this out of the wall <laughs> and then oh. falling in the tub, right. you know, and then smashing her head on the side. And no, she just, no. So they found out that Ed Post, this dick, surprise, 27 days prior, increased increases her life insurance to seven hundred thousand dollars i mean come on i mean he just give a little time then at least you dick these fuckers cannot wait no they decide they're going to kill their wife and they just they can't take out the garbage to save their life on time but these fuckers will go get your insurance up and kill you right away fucking day no can you please fix the garage door so that nope. I can drive in and out of it? No. Nope. What about the broken towel holders? No. Nope. nope. Absolutely not. No. Nope. But uh, my insurance? Oh, you already have it done. I haven't even put on my pants yet. Right. What? Oh. Right. So when they want to kill you, boy, do they get in action. Oh. Let that be a lesson. So this is another thing. Just typical of fucking men. Can you, can you up? Ins- you apparently can. I guess. But like. I guess for one, I wouldn't know how to up ins- the insurance because I would have to figure out where I had insurance. Where do you go? What do you do? From? Who do I get? For life insurance. Yeah. But then once I did, why do you not have to have the other person's consent? I don't know. Do you have to? I know nothing about this. You would think that you seems would. Like murdery number oh, one. For sure. That's. Yeah. Sir, is there a check mark? Sir, are you planning to your murder wife. your wife and put her in a garbage bag and check. shove her in a river? Yes. Yes. Have you already bought the murder kit right. at Home Depot? Check. Yes. Do you have a chainsaw that you're going to saw her in half with? Check. Yes. Have you rented the wood chipper? Right. Yes. Check. Oh, Are you having sure. an affair with someone yeah. who does not have sight because you are ugly, <laughs> sir? Yes. 
Check. Check. Sure, we'll up your insurance. So this made me mad, though. This stood out to me over everything else. So Thigpen had a salary of $20,000 a year, which right. maybe in 86 seemed like a lot. But it said that she... Yeah, it's selling a million. Yes, she was making over a million dollars in sales for the company. Why is she making such a little bit in return? That seems very odd. It's because she is female. Her husband was one of the owners. Yeah. Why is she making so little and not making anything? He was probably skimming off the top of that shit. Yeah. So they thought that was weird that she was making jack shit and he upped her insurance so much because she really wasn't even making anything so that stood out as odd too but then I thought why is she not making a lot she's a total hardcore seller for this company and they said she was good at it but whatever yeah now we find out yeah number two behind life insurance was unbelievable did you have a girlfriend sir yeah yes so police discovered that Ed was in love with Kim O'Tan and they always say Kim O'Tan Mm mm-hmm Kim O'Tan. Just like Ed Post and right. Kim O'Tan. So Kim O'Tan was a married woman at work, and Ed had a hardcore boner for her and probably was <laughs> gross as shit hitting on she her. She wasn't into him, though. Oh, no, because he's no, gross. he's hideous. She was not into him at all. Uh, he. She would see him take his quote-unquote runs yeah. and come back like a sweaty fucking hog. Yeah, and she's barfing into yes. her shirt. Sick, yeah. Ed. Oh. Why are you running and never losing weight? Yeah, he would come by her cubicle and just lean over and say, hey, baby, <laughs> and he'd have huge pit stains, and she'd just be gagging. Be like, oh, my God, this guy. You smell like shit. Yeah. Get out of my face. No kidding. So this is this part, my daughter and I died. We died. So it's Julie's funeral. Ed's burying his wife. And for some reason, Kim O'Tan. going into the ground. Thigpen's going under. And the state of her coffin and what he buried Mm. her in, we will get to later. Unbelievable. So Kim O'Tan is somehow invited. I don't know why you invite your work crush to your wife. Because they all work together in the office. So she has an identical twin sister, which just makes Ed's boner a thousand times bigger double. to one inch. Double. Double. This is what this bitch does. This goddamn bastard goes up to Kim O'Tan and says, maybe you can set me up with your sister. <laughs> he is hitting on Kim O'Tan at his own wife's funeral and asking if he could date her identical sister, what in the hell? You are burying your wife. She is right there dead. And you are hitting on Kim O'Tan. Like, I know. <laughs> what are you doing, sir? I know I can't have your badge. So yeah. I like your sisters. Your sister was just, just fine. Like, hashtags too soon. Uh, kind too of too soon. soon. It's a yeah. fucking funeral. No, just bury her. Kim and then, O'Tan's yeah. twin doesn't want your fat no. ass either. And her name's probably, what rhymes with Kim? Tim. <laughs> She's not Tim. Kimberly and it's probably like yeah. Kimberly and Katie are favorite and Katie from Date with Dateline. You gotta yeah. listen. Um, so the his own defense attorney now is being interviewed and says, um, hitting on a woman at your wife's funeral is a most inappropriate thing. You think yep. so? You Real think? inappropriate. Oh my god. No, you do not hit on a woman <sighs> as your dead wife's corpse is right there. She probably would have sat up and been like are you for real bitch 
what is going on? Oh, so police now are totally suspicious. Mm-hmm. They know he did it. So they just need to figure out some real hardcore evidence and they need to arrest him and, you know, find justice for Thickpin. So they have to really figure out how this whole, uh, the shower ring came off and they want to prove, they really want to get that he did it. He uses force. What, how, what, how much force, um, his story about the murder never changed. So he completely rehearsed it. He never changed anything. And they said he had kind of a golden tongue. Tongue. He was really glib, which Tom Cruise, I'm sure, I was loved. I know, I was like Matt yeah. Lauer yeah. and Tom Cruise. These yeah, glib. forensic files beat them to it. No kidding. They were glib first. Yep. Um, he really seemed non-caring. You think so? You think so? So... The hotel had employees. A shit ass yeah. alibi. Yeah, his alibi was ridiculous. He's thinks he is just golden shit, that he is too smart for everybody and he is too suave and too handsome. He is a huge, big turd on a yep. stick. Oh my goodness. So the hotel employees talk about how what a fool he was on his running, going around, walking like John Travolta, <laughs> making sure everyone knew, thanking them for the dumbest things. I'm in post. Do, 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 yeah. Do, do, so do, 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 the hotel do, do, doorman too do, do, is like, do, 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 I don't give two do, do, shits. Do, do, I open the door do, and get do, lost. So D, that hot bitch D, the, the prosecutor, says he made a point of telling the doorman who he was, his room number, and that he's going out to jog. Uh, jog. This was so good. We laughed. It was from the book of Who Cares? <laughs> That's such a good burn. From the book of Who Cares? You got to say that to someone. We have a friend who likes to tell the same story oh 1,600 times. I'm going to use this on her, like, every time. That's from the book of Who Cares? Um. So he's gone for just 30 minutes, too. And if you're a man, do you really need that much protection for going running? I don't know. Do you? Maybe it's safety. Well, for one but, thing, he's like, I'm going to be gone for 30 minutes when I'm right, running. It's the middle and of anybody the day else would be like, by a rich you're hotel. a fucking loser. If you could only run for 30 yeah. minutes. Like, right. your husband can run for 9 billion yes, hours. Yes, he runs for Hours. Yeah. And he's like, we're going to be gone for 30 minutes. And right. he comes back like a fucking giant yeah. ball of sweat right yeah he does so the book of so who cares clear he doesn't no ever run yeah no uh is really raising some <laughs> real Dad suspicions is the best She's yeah the best. she just hated this guy yeah so they start conducting tests on the towel ring and we get this doctor um that we'll talk about that had some again Dr. hot Kelsey? glasses yeah uh, the guy, well, his last name, oh, I got to get to his last name when we get there. But he was the scientist, the physics scientist who tried to figure it out. And of course, this whole part just bores me. I know. I hate this. Fucking, but I mean, they, I know it's they, called they, forensic files, yeah. so you need First this off, part, but it's like, God. They exhume her body. This was so sad. Oh, and they showed a Post, picture They of showed it. a real picture. It was disgusting. Yes. Poor woman. So this bitch, Ed Post... Buries in New Orleans, mm-hmm. mind you, where everything's buried above ground just right. because it's a swamp. It's below sea level, yes. Yes. He buries her below sea level <laughs> in the ground in a wooden casket. Yep. Give me the cheapest one. Right. I just want that hefty bag. Uh, just wrap her up in that <laughs> saran wrap, hefty bag, and put her underneath. 
Come on. Shit. So she doesn't even get a decent New Orleans nope. burial. No. Nope. She's underground in a wooden casket. Exactly. So they exhume her body, and the casket is all fucked to shit. It's gone. The whole ground has collapsed. It's smashed her body to shit, except the only thing that's really looks normal is her head. And they showed a picture, a real picture it of it. She alarming. had tons of makeup on. So it's tons. But she looked okay. Her nose was all squished because yeah, the her, coffin lid hit her, her nose. nose was smashed. Yeah. I don't know. I want to be cremated, but I don't. <sighs> I don't want to be buried I mean, in New Orleans underground no, and just no, no, no. rot. If. It seems suspicious. I'm just telling you this now. Yeah. If, like, I die and it doesn't seem normal. Right. Don't cremate me because I want to be able right. to she screw zooms. that fucker. Yeah. But otherwise, I just, uh-uh. I don't need any of that jazz. No. Well, I mean, you don't want a wooden one. No, I d- just cremate me and, like, oh, throw yeah. me. Throw you in the In a dumpster? bottle of Prosecco. Yeah, I'll do that. that's where I belong. And then okay. I'll drink it. I'll drink it. So her head was in perfect shape. So what they could see was that she had bruises all over, which I guess developed after death. Right. Because they weren't on the first Emmy report, but now now the second one is like all these bruises are there. She had bruises on her back and her shoulder and the back of her head that he said looked exactly like a hand Mm -hmm. and a thumb holding her head underwater, which is why she didn't have any cuts on her head. That dumb bastard was pushing her head under the one inch of water and drowning her. And she Ew, was struggling Post, and covered in bruises. Fucker. Right. Yeah. So then he decides to be clever and he tears off the metal towel ring, throws it in the tub with her, leaves her there and then goes off on his piss poor run telling everybody, Hey, I'm Ed Post and I'm going for a run. Um, just shitty. Yep. So they have this woman in a helmet come in. And she. Oh, sorry. I said I was going to try to not squeal. I can't help it. It's just who I am. Yeah. I'm sorry. She squealed. That's okay. Podcast listeners. Um, she's wearing an enormous helmet. Like the NASA <laughs> astronauts do not have this quality of a helmet. We need to hire you yes. to help us do a reenactment so that we can test this towel ring. But please wear a helmet. Right, the size of like from Spaceballs. That yeah, <laughs> it was a Spaceball. Yeah, so her helmet's enormous. So she is hanging from the ring, hanging, pulling. She cannot make it budge. No, this, they, the woman in the helmet was the same weight. As right. Yeah, she couldn't do anything to it. So they said the only way she could, with like really one hand, is if she grabbed it while she was falling from sixty-four feet. That's not happening in the one the inch. the ceiling was eight feet. Right. So she finally then takes both hands and yep. just struggled and struggled and struggled for a while and then finally yanked it off. And they said this was impossible. This, like no one would be right. falling. Why is she? She is not struggling. So long Ken is not doing this unless she is mentally ill. And I don't think she was. <laughs> a mentally ill person maybe would struggle with the towel rack and just I beat the shit out of it. That is, yeah. yeah, it's just not going to happen. No. Oh. Yeah, so the professor, the physics guy who really found this out, why I liked his name, because his name was Dr. Wines. Wines. Yes, Dr. Wines. Wines. So he figured out to rip that sucker off the wall, you need 500 pounds of force. Mm -hmm. So you need to be I don't know what that is, but it seems like a lot. A lot. And he was a classic total dork nerd. Like power dork nerd. White shrewd. Oh my god! Again, he had grown. His hair was nerd. His clothes were nerd. Um, but he found an exact way that he pulled it off that actually matched 
the yeah. towel ring and it's Ed just was on the outside of the tub yanking it off yes. using his feet on the tub to pull it off and they did that and it ma- all the uh, dents and everything matched so they go and look a little bit more at Ed Post's life they realize New Orleans is in Which, a shitty economy why is it taking them this long to do it they were doing all these fucking boring I know. Just ass look tests at his, yeah. look at at his right. life right away. So real estate is sucks Jesus. in New Orleans. He is 10% owner of this real mm-hmm. estate firm. So that means all the losses are also his losses. He's in substantial debt. He's has a boner for Kim O'Tan <laughs> and he's married to Figpin. So yep. they fought and sometimes it would get physical. They said, I'm like, Figpin, nope. if Ed Post is hitting you, you could do better than that. Yes, Julie. And she looked fit. She could have just she... kicked his balls right up there. God, just shove a she glass was, bottle yes. right up his butt she and say, don't do this again. No, but she maybe had class. I don't know. So Ugh. Ed had dreams of a life with Kim O'Tan, and she wouldn't have given him the time of day. No. There's no way. If he was the last man on earth, she would just say... Whether she was married no. or not, yeah. Ed Post no. sucks. Yeah, he sucks. So he hatched a plan to kill his wife, and he wanted to be have money. He wanted to be better off, because he thought Kim O'Tan is going to forgive his puke pale face <laughs> if he has some cash. So yep. that's what he thinks of the woman, too. Um, Kim O'Tan did not want to go for this. Nope. So he decides they're going to go on this trip. Um, He's going to do it and kill her on this vacation and then get some money out of the hotel at the same time. Mm -hmm. So he, before he goes for the run, he's already drowned her in the tub. She's already dead in the tub. He goes out for his cover, makes a huge ass of himself all over the lobby, saying his name, wearing a shirt that says, I'm Ed Post, room 202. (laughs) Just a dick. And they showed him drying the bath again with one fucking inch of water. Yeah, no. I would have been like, um, sir, I need more right than one inch of water. Yeah, I can't clean what in that this? little bit of water. Yes. I need some water. If you're trying to be nice yeah. to me or romantic or no. sexy, one inch is not. No, this is not it. And it's, it's probably cold. Tiny babies. Right. You suck. So he really wants to cement this alibi that he's he's a runner, too. And I'm sure the doorman is like, enjoy your run, sir. Yeah. I can so, see that you run all the time. D nope. says again, or it might have been the detective, that if he wasn't such a greedy SOB, it's I think D, it was D. It's D. And pulled that towel ring out. This bitch yep. must, might have gotten away with it. Everyone says, I mean, Dee said it in this case, but yeah, because she said he's a greedy SOB, but everybody said it. He wanted more money from the hotel because her life insurance just wasn't enough. Not for Kim O'Tan to forgive that ugly mug. Yes. She's not going to have that fat slob trying to grope her without some cash. Ugh. Gross. So finally, three years later, he's on trial for first degree murder. And this is where his own defense attorney shreds his yeah. ass yep. up and down. He says Ed was a total dick on the stand, totally arrogant. He's from New Orleans, but did not speak in a southern accent to a jury of his peers from New Orleans. So they're probably like, why are you speaking so weird? And he's just trying to be fancy and better than them. And the jurors got really pissed off. Mm-hmm. He was trying to be someone he really isn't, but he was 
really condescending. I mean, and the first church of all, let's hated be, him. Yeah, let's be real. If you take the stand in your own defense, that's balls out. Yeah. Well, right? you're crazy. You don't yeah. do that. Nobody does. Nobody that. does. Yeah. And so the fact that he did and then acted Arrogant. like a total prick. Yeah. yeah. Narcissist. Right. Oh, again, a narcissist. Yep. It took the jury less than a goddamn day. So yep. they knew the minute they went back there, they just said, we're going to have the sandwich and pizza first. And <laughs> we then we'll do our guilty. I'm on jury duty right now, by Are the you way. Really? Yeah, I got to check tonight when I go home. Oh, I've, I've never had to do it. Oh, it's my first um, time. He, Stressful. of course, guilty. So then he decides, oh, I don't know how he got to plea deal, plea it now after he's already been guilty. Because he, gets... he appealed it. So the oh, first appeal, one yeah. came back guilty. So he got life in prison yep. without parole. Yep. He gets an appeal for some reason. I don't I know how. I don't so know. he pleads guilty to second. He confesses and then he gets 30 years. He got out in 2014. He did? Yeah, Ed Post <gasps> is free and jogging on the streets. No. Yes. Absolute dick alert when what year 2014 i don't know if he's still alive but i think he is so watch out for Six ed post years. y'all kim o'tan you better run yeah. girl run run you're in yeah. danger so he really didn't get that long for killing fig pin the way he did jeez gross so that's disheartening. yeah really 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 disheartening so I, that's our story. Anyway, the moral for of the story today is just pay for the goddamn divorce. Bye.